Hi, everyone, and welcome to Talent Talks. I'm Rob Adams. In this episode, I'm very excited to be joined by Andrew Quinn, Chief Technology Officer at Ezekiel. Ezekia is a CRM software for executive search firms and in-house teams, and as CTO, Andrew is responsible for overall IT strategy and consolidation for the platform. Today, we'll be examining how Ezekia is integrating AI into the platform. And I was going to introduce Andrew, but you know what? We're going to try something different here to bring him aboard. Dave. Do you mind if I ask you a personal question? No, not at all. I've wondered whether you might be having some second thoughts about the mission. How do you mean? Rumors about something being dug up on the moon. Open the pod bay doors, please, Hal. Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. What are you talking about, Hal? This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. Well, and on that note, we welcome Andrew Quinn to Talent Talks. That's a heck of a way to get us started, Andrew. Well, hello, Rob. Thank you for accommodating my strange request. As you uh, might know, that was from 2001, A Space Odyssey, where Hal, an AI entity, goes mad, for want, for want of a better word, and starts killing the spaceship crew because it reasons it is better to kill them rather than lie to them about its mission. And it's your traditional um, AI uh, conundrum where where an AI entity has two conflicting uh, rules, and it chooses the wrong one, resulting in the destruction of humanity. Then the amazing thing is, this movie was released 55 years ago. Even back then, we were obsessed with AI and robots taking over the world, destroying humanity. And the current obsession and fear of AI is not new, but the technology has advanced over the, the past five decades. Um, so technology has changed, but the fear and obsession has not. No, it, it certainly has not. And you know, as always, it seems the media has strived to sensationalize rather than seek to understand. That's right. As humans, we are predisposed to demonizing unknown. We, I talked there about uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. You have The, the Terminator. You have Westworld, a beautifully filmed um, a reboot of an old movie, but underneath that there's a very sinister story about humans abusing robots and then robots fighting back. And apart from Pixar's uh, Wally, where AI saves humanity from itself, there are very few positive portrayals of AI in the movies and the media. It's certainly the the beginning of a new era in AI, um, and there has been a changing of the, the guard, so to speak. So if you remember in the news recently, Jeffrey Hinton uh, left Google, and indeed Google have also have almost been uh, pushed to the side when it, with regards to AI and OpenAI, uh, and Microsoft are now at the forefront of, of this technology. So the AI protagonists might have changed, but we are decades away from having an AI antagonist. We're talking about a new and powerful language called ChatGPT, uh, and not the arrival of the Terminator, as I mentioned. <laughs> 
And by the way, I'm in the media, so I have to be always careful to uh, beat up on my colleagues. But sometimes we do we do deserve that criticism. Uh, industry leaders, Andrew, are, are calling for regulation. Is this because they are genuinely concerned, or is it that they need to be seen doing the right thing? Is this all window dressing? Good question. This it's probably a bit of both. It takes years to hammer out regulations. So better to start now while AI is still harmless, so to speak. Um, on the flip, on the flip side, as you say, they need to be seen to be doing and saying the, the right thing. I mean, there was a, a call for a six month pause to developments in AI. And interestingly, it was signed by all the companies that are struggling to catch up with open AI. And, uh, you know, and, and the cynics amongst us will, will certainly see that as an attempt. To, to stall open AI rather than a genuine concern to control AI because everybody wants to be in on this on this game. Yeah, they, they and early AI. Yeah, they sure do. Go ahead. Time. No, no, early AI, early hype led to what we call the AI winter, where funding dried up. Uh, and and although there is an abundance of funding today, we don't know how long that will last. If if we don't deliver, if AI doesn't deliver and live up to this hype then, you know, that could dry up. And and certainly if you understand how chat GPT works and, and what its limitations are, we are still in a danger of, of the hype, um, you know, b- b- being harmful to any future developments of AI. So if we should seek to understand, how should chat GPT work and, you know, the limitations? How, how do we pull all this together? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a good question. The, the clue um, is or is in GPT, part of the chat GPT name. It's a, it's a mouthful. It's, it's hard to pronounce. But the GPT stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transformer. Nobody says that. It's a fancy way of saying that it generates new content from old content. And, uh, you know, um, it solves one word it solves the problem one word at a time. So in order to understand uh, what its limitations are, you need to understand how it works. So the way it works is it uses statistical analysis of existing content on the Internet. And it's been trained by humans to work out what's good and what's bad. So let's take an example using Hunt Scanlon. If you type into chat GPT, Hunt Scanlon is, and ask it then to complete it, sometimes it will say, it's an American-owned company, or sometimes it might reply, it's a company that publishes research reports. Other times it might reply, Hunt Scanlon is a media research company. But each time you ask it, it might come up with something different, and it's doing this based on what are the common responses people uh, find and say when on the Internet they ask about Hunt Scanlon. And the more you ask it, the more random the answers can get, as it has to choose more and more different phrases which are statistically less prominent. And then over time, there's a danger that chat GPT will cannibalize internet. If it's all, if all it is doing is regurgitating its own results back and feeding it back into the internet, then over time, then everything will just become the same, a gray mass of, of, of nothing that is new. 
you know, and I was hoping it was that that it would say it's got the Hunt Scanlon has the best podcast in the land. But that's you know maybe that answer will come in in time. And by the way, you say Transformers, I, I got to be careful. I have a Transformers movie expert uh, in the same house as me. So, but a different t- kind of Transformer. All right, all that makes sense uh, that you you brought up, Andrew. And, and of course, we're talking with Andrew Quinn and Andrew from Ezekiel, and we have not really spoken about Ezekiel. So tell us how Ezekiel has embraced. AI, Andrew. Okay, well, well, for starters, Zika has already been using AI for over three years to help search firms be more productive. We just haven't been shouting about it. We've been doing it in the background. And around 15% of our team have a PhD, master's, a data science degree in AI, and we have a few homegrown AI modules in place and another being released next week. So Zika already uses AI to enrich data when importing re- resumes, for example. So when you import a resume, it's not obvious what industry they might be coming from. If they work for Microsoft, it could be advertising, it could be gaming, it could be enterprise. And using AI, we, we analyze their, their resume, compare it to other ones and say, well, according to this, it's most likely that they are in advertising and then we will tag them as in advertising. We also use AI for predicting email addresses. And we have a system platform called Not Active Looking where senior executives can share their confidential information with search firms. And we use AI to recommend to them which search firms to connect with, much like Netflix recommends a movie based on what you've watched before. And next week we are releasing a new feature, a new AI feature that we've built called Candidates Like This, which finds similar profiles to the one you're looking at. So if you find somebody who's a perfect candidate who's not available, this new feature uses machine learning to find other candidates who are similar. You can even upload resumes or job descriptions or just simply start typing in natural language to search for the suitable candidate. And then over and above that, um, we are also integrated with uh, OpenAI. We are now fully integrated with ChatGPT. So when you're using Ezekiel and you're creating or updating a record, you can interact directly with OpenAI to help you fill in information or or find new information or summarize a profile, translate it, improve the grammar. Whatever you can do with OpenAI, you can do now within Ezekiel. And our goal over the coming months is to allow you to interact with Ezekiel using natural language and speech. For example, the ability to simply ask Ezekiel to create a company record for Hans Scanlon it will scour the internet for relevant information, including yourself, Rob. It will mention maybe that you do a podcast. And then it will create a record uh, using that information on Ezekiel, adding the contacts with one click of a button. And don't forget those great conferences we have, everyone. It's great to hear Ezekiel is at the forefront of bringing AI to executive search in a platform customized to their needs. But in closing... What's in store for AI in executive search over the coming years? Yeah, so I think um, in, in the short term, we'll see a massive integration of open AI across all applications uh, and an increase in using natural language to query platforms that traditionally use simple search terms and Boolean logic to tease out answers. This is happening now, and search firms will reap the benefits and productivity over the, over the next uh, year or two. However, standards will rise with regards to presenting information in a professional way of interacting with clients. And, but we, we have the danger of converging on mediocrity and that new ideas will be pushed aside as generated content replaces original content on the internet. Search firms will need to strive really hard to be seen 
as offering a unique service, and that's the challenge that they face. Uh, so longer term, I think AI, there's, there's lots of potential, and it's less about AI taking over the world and more about humans using AI and using technology to, to enhance their lives, to make it more productive, to maybe getting AI to learn how it, how you do tedious tasks and replacing you in doing those tedious tasks so you can be more productive and live a fuller life. So I, I think overall AI has its challenges. Search firms have the challenges. We all have a challenge as AI becomes more prominent, uh, but certainly I think it's, it'll be for the good and for the better of us all. Uh, you know, as we as we seek to to harness this new technology. So to recap, we can open the pod bay doors. This is not the end of humanity. Is it all hype? It's uh, no, no. We can open those doors and we can wel- welcome A and I as long as we're 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 mindful of how we use it. It's quite a movie for sure, and this was quite a podcast. Andrew, a great information. I've learned, and I hope our listeners have as well, and uh, I thank you so much for your time. Great stuff. Anything you want to add as we wrap up? There's been a lot to take in here. Uh, you know, I, I think that's it. Um, you, know, you know, If you want to um, learn more about it, and obviously get in touch with us at Ezekiel. Uh, we can show you what's what's possible with uh, AI, uh, and certainly we're there to to help you uh, rather than just to to sell you something. We we want you to adopt AI and use it for your benefit. Well, AI is uh, uh, Ezekiel are very good friends of us here at Hunt Scanlon and uh, specifically here on Talent Talks. And I, I hope everyone listening has picked up a strong understanding of Ezekiel and the benefits of integrating AI into your platform. And, and of course, Andrew, I wish you and Ezekiel and every, everyone at Ezekiel continued success and hope to have you back on the podcast and see you at the conferences as well. We look forward to it. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Much appreciated. That's all the time we have here today. Alongside Andrew Quinn of Ezekiel, I'm Rob Adams, and this, with the pod bay doors open, has been Talent Talks.